All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to a special episode of Stronghold. It's not the beginning of season two quite yet. We're saving that for another weekend. Make sure we have a real tight first episode for you all. But right now, we're actually going to take a, a hot minute to pause and talk about season one, talk about season two, answer some of your questions that have been coming into us over social media and the like. And please listen to us. Please. Anyway, so uh, we have just finished releasing season one. And first of all, we will not even try and pretend that this was recorded at the end of the recording of season one. That happened months ago. I don't uh, even remember when we recorded season when one. When did we finish? Honestly, it, as season one has come out, I'm like, oh, we did that. Yeah. It's been a, a bit surprising here I and there. I forgot the ending of season one by the time we were done with season one. Yeah, Wait, fair. N- no, you did not forget <laughs> the ending of season one by the time we were done with season one. No, because he probably he just blanked the whole episode. He, he might like, have. Immediately, it went straight from like happening and bypassed long-term memory storage and just, yeah. okay. Gone. It's like a little gate that has to get past to get into the long-term memory. The most stuff just... <laughs> gets thrown right is the, the gate like welded shut pretty much okay uh <laughs> <laughs> you should what get the... that checked out <laughs> that seems like a problem but you're your own but man. don't worry 10 years from now i'll remember everything about all the seasons that we've done that's, that's gonna perfect. be a lot of seasons but I, I can't tell you what i had for lunch then yeah i mean i can't tell you what i had for lunch 10 years ago either so <laughs> there we are so i had, I had a sandwich I probably had a sandwich too. I think I probably had. Ramen. I was sixteen. I probably had a sandwich. It was it was high school. I got a lot of sandwiches eaten during those times, or pizza. No, we probably had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Although so it's a Saturday right now, so leftovers. Ago? I'm guessing. <laughs> Speaking of the end of season one, <laughs> are we? <laughs> no, we're not. So we've all recently, I hope, listened to the end of season one, and as it's been coming out. Right, guys, because we're all supporting the official release of Stronghold. Of course. And telling our friends and family. Yes. Obnoxiously so. Good. How do we feel about the end of season one? I enjoyed it. It was uh, spooky. Okay. Big cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. I forgot it. Oh, already? (laughs) (laughs) No joke. Well, he forgot it as it was happening, so (laughs) definitely he forgot it now. I I literally did forget it in the, the few days. The wolf? The, the big bad wolf that you MMA wrestled on yep. uh, a boulder slope and how it disappeared into the mist. Just ah. seriously, you don't recall any of that. No, I and then remember. I tried to arcana check it and I got a one. No, and Sean right. was like, Well, Freddy just doesn't know how to do magic anymore. Like, yeah, he forgot. <laughs> yeah, like, no joke. I literally, yeah, I forgot just like Freddy forgot. He rolled a one on his <laughs> yeah. what was the end of season one check. Is there a check for that? Yeah. Um, Apparently. I failed it. Repeatedly. So what do we all think about the ending of season one? Like, what was really going on there? We all, we know that Draman and Freddie and Thomas being very sort of carefree and not really thinking about things kind of <laughs> characters kind of just whitewashed that whole period. And they're like, okay, bye. It didn't happen. Because that's how you deal with most yeah. of your problems. You shove them way down and then one Never day Never address them again. <laughs> Um, but what do we as players think of the end of season one? I really would like to know more about what happened because it was just kind of, oh man, hey, that, that's scary. Um, I guess we could just break down the evidence like, okay, so what, (laughs) 
but you don't remember the season, so we can't. Oh my gosh. I it remember. Was, all I remember is that it was very frustrating for me as the DM to be laying out clues for you, and you'd be like, that's cool. So are there <laughs> any cool things for me to loot in here? Is there loot? <laughs> oh, so we're just the, about the loot? Now, what I do remember is how much gold and silver down to exact pound amounts that you let me steal from that place. Yes, that was ridiculous on my part. I also remember Colin sleeping, and then as soon as he wakes up, he's like a homing missile (laughs) 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 to all the loot. Really? Do you do you really just happen to walk into the the loot room? Yes. You just happen to know where it is. You have so tell us about Thomas's very finely tuned loot sensor. It's called how it works. It's called that. We recorded one episode. You found a someone found a magic weapon, and then I went, "Oh, I want a magic weapon too!" So I ran into the room. No, no, no! Don't tell me about <laughs> Colin's desire for magic weapons. Tell me about how Thomas woke up and was able to ping with exact accuracy and precision. Oh, there's some loot there hidden under a bed. It's called. He had a dream. Okay, he had a dream. <laughs> he had a vision quest. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thomas's visions they and then he loot. didn't find anything on the wall, so he just ransacked the rest of the room. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But what goes on in his head when that signal goes off? It's like kind of like a you know like a sonar, like a bong, bong. So you echolocate. <laughs> so one of the questions that I did get from an avid listener of ours is how much loot gets left behind in the places that you leave. How much stuff do you not find? in the detailed places that I make for you. And do you guys want to want to tackle that one? Probably a lot. I don't actually I wish I would not find out the answer to that. <laughs> you don't want to know. I the don't answer? I don't really want to know. You probably <laughs> left behind like We've, some yeah. game-breaking item that you decided that we could ha- could have had if we paid more attention. I Even feel if- like every time we walk into something, Sean has like detailed everything except like the one small place where we want to go. And then we end up going in there. He's like, guys, there's nothing in here. Literally nothing. And we spend the And we're whole, like, all right. Yeah, we spend the whole session in the place that has absolutely Pulling up nothing. floorboards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. When you went into uh, the loft, I was like, I don't even remember what's up here. And you're like, I go up there. Do I find anything? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's in uh, these places. Because like, I check for squeaky floorboards. Sure. There's... There's boards on the floor. I don't know what you want me to do. I want to pull them all up. We take we take eight <laughs> hours to pull up every single piece of wood in this place. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, that spooky mountain you're trying to send us towards? Nah, thanks. I'm good. Bye. Yeah. So you don't want to know? Oh, I want to know. Just tell, plug your ears, Don. Tell me, but maybe lie a little bit. <laughs> lie a little bit? None. I am coming up with all this stuff on the spot. Okay. (laughs) That's why I gave him gold amounts and poundage instead of, like, actual numbers of coins and stuff. Because it wasn't even really Uh, coins. It was just, like, loose jewels and silver. I think Mm -hmm. I took off, like, half the silver thread on the tree. Not half. You took off a (laughs) bit. Big Daddy Thomas. There was a lot of silver on the tree. Someone stopped me. Thomas should just have a magnet to, like, pick up Magnets don't work on gold and silver, I think. Well, a magic magnet could. True. A magic yeah, magnet could. The answer can always be, but what if it's magic? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why no. does why does that work? Magic. magic. So yeah, the the official answer to that question is none. I come up with all of the loot. 
on the spot in a half panic state of frenzy. Yeah, as a follow up to the the whole tree thing and him yanking all the silver off of it, um, I had the uh, a question um, about the tree uh, and uh, and the mystery that seemed to surround it. Is anything? positive gonna happen to Drummond because he was nice to it is anything negative gonna happen to thomas because he tried to cut it down immediately what was up with the tree what was up with the tree well the tree was really just sort of the 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 focus of worship for the whoever lived in this house i don't know who it could be and the if only there were clues to tell us and the people that lived with him in a very Mm, I don't know what the proper word is. Maybe a druidic uh, <laughs> belief or religious system. Uh, wow. Fascinating. Uh, where they use that tree specifically to represent the forest generally. And uh, it really was just sort of akin to an altar that you might find in a church or temple. So, yeah, that is that is what was up with the tree. So you're telling it, us we paid way too much attention to the tree. No, you paid just the right amount of attention to the tree. You just didn't get out of it what you needed to get out of it, which was because we're stupid. And and also <laughs> that religious and also that Thomas tried focus. to cut down a Eucharist. Basically, that's what that was. No, True. he didn't try to cut down the tree. He tried to cut the rope uh, oh, around okay, sure. the tree. If you guys remember that, there was a rope tied around the tree, which. Uh, the tree had grown into mm-hmm. to such an extent yeah. that it had been tightened around the whole circumference. And why that, was that? Why what? Why was that? Why was it tied around it? Yeah. So that was just a sort of aesthetic piece of imagery from traditional Shinto beliefs in Japan, where they encircle uh, specific natural places or items with this sacred rope to identify them to the world at large as special as. Is where the spirits reside, and I've always liked that. Yeah, sort we of didn't imagery. get that. It was not to imply the same exact belief system, as much as it was to make it very well known that this tree was Special. a incredibly old and b uh, very important to the people who lived there. Right. But as far as are there future things coming based on people's actions towards the tree? No spoilers, but. No, not really. It's all going to be left behind you. So I could just blame all of our bad luck on the tree now? Uh, it sounds like a pretty Thomas thing to do. But it would be your fault. Yeah, because you attacked, you, it. No, attacked the tree. Any bad luck, I'll spread to the group. Say, like, it's our fault. Anything good, I'll say it's all me. Thomas is such a character. So that's the only time you want to be acknowledged as a group is when it's negative? Yeah. <laughs> So, all right. So that leads to another. Actually, the single most common inquiry that I got from our listeners was what happened to Thomas (laughs) to make Thomas the way he is? I thought of what if I made a character that was just the most douchebaggiest, most dickish character I could ever make? And then that idea was Thomas. (laughs) Or it's just Colin. So, but... (laughs) Like, lore-wise, do we know what happened to Thomas? Like, how did Thomas become this incredibly... Yeah, Don and I don't even know the backstory. Does Thomas know what happened to Thomas? <laughs> he woke it's up one day and punched a guy. He's like, yep, this is this <laughs> feels right. I am this way now. He comes out of the womb just like so punching people. To drop some Thomas lore on you guys. Oh, do. 
he was thrown into the street. Then he got picked up by um, one of the guild enforcers from one of the guilds of Addo. And then he got raised up as an enfor- by this guy to be part of the guild and everything. And then he started, he had a natural uh, tendency to be violent. So, went, ah, what about if we gave him a knife and taught him how to stab things very, very good? Very well. Very good. Well, that seems to jive with the whole Thomas. So, what is good to Thomas? Whatever he wants to do. And what's bad to Thomas? What causes him the most pain? Unless it's a magical item. Yeah, unless it's a magical <laughs> because item. Because then he will grip onto that thing yeah. for dear life. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Does Thomas still have any any like scars on his hand from no, that? No, because they're all healed. Yeah, yeah. That got healed... Like the day of by, by Drummond, if you recall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drummond tried to take it back, but that's not how I, I really <laughs> did. I really did. Because I did tell him that the damage was from touching the sword. I just told him I took damage. I mean, he, I could have burned his hand. He knew. Done the same yeah. thing. So this question, not uh, specifically at Thomas or any one of you, but in general, any regrets making characters? Any things you, you wish you had done or hadn't done when coming up with... A character or backgrounds or what have you. Yeah, I kind of wish I didn't make Thomas. <laughs> he's, a, he's a dick. <laughs> well, I feel I mean, so bad. Like, after we get done with the recording session, I feel like I just got to go take a shower to get, like, wash off the scum. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're the one that you literally just said yeah. you wanted to make a character like that. You know, characters can change. There's this thing called character development, in fact. Where a person can change in the right circumstances. Or can just die. Harsh. I mean, that's doable too. I I mean, I notice you've been trying. What about uh, you, Brent and Don? I uh, I wish I would have done a little more research behind sorcerers mm-hmm. and kind of like built Freddy around like a certain kind of theme. Okay. Instead of uh. I feel like each level up, I'm, like, scrambling, trying to, like, find something to level up into to, like, kind of build him the way I want him now. Mm -hmm. When it would have just been a lot easier to start the build the way I wanted it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I was a newbie. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just started clicking random stuff on the iPad. Okay. Don? Uh, I wish that I had picked some spells that would have (laughs) worked. Or a magic system that would have (laughs) worked. I'm uh, uh, crippled. <laughs> crippled, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, one thing that I don't think any of our listeners know is how these characters all came to be in the first place. <laughs> does d- does one of us want to share that story with the yeah. fan base? Yeah, I mean, so uh, so we were um, being stupid, and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Sean said, "This is what you're gonna be." Any further details? Thought, yeah. Didn't we roll? Sean. I thought we rolled for these Yeah, ones. Sean gave us some dice and said, roll a number. We rolled a number and said, this is what you're going to do. And I went, okay. So, then we talked about building characters. Here's one. I guess the whole coffin thing? Like, why break it? I feel like the reason given didn't make a whole lot of sense. Dodd. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> All right. Other so people touch coffins. <laughs> Yeah, but only one pe- one person stole a femur out of a coffin. Only one person broke one. So I think a part of it was from me egging him on. 
I definitely did get egged on. We were asleep. No, 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 like out of character. Oh. I was like, oh, break it, break it, you should break it. So I wanted, um, I wanted to see someone break the coffin from I, like as soon as we saw him. I did initially just want to kind of check it out and um I remember uh kind of nudging it or cracking it or something and then I like, cast silence or something and Sean was like, Well, you know, you 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 cast silence, it's 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 happening. You did it, and I just committed at that point. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta break it because it's not moving. Um, so, yeah, it, it, there wasn't a whole lot of reasoning behind it. It's a rash decision. It's one of the more rash decisions uh, that the drama has made. Okay, uh, for sure. And then you stole a femur. I don't know what happened to that femur. <laughs> it got left yeah. in King Oathwin's well. Yeah. So I think the coffin breaking describes our whole party's mentality. What we don't understand, we destroy, and then we steal anything that we want from what remains. <laughs> Damn, that is too deep for right now, man. So, okay, no, that's that's actually great. I really like that. So when we started this, I had this idea that the game would be called The Knights of Addo. And you were all part of this sort of knightly organization dedicated to do-goodery and, you know, protecting the poor and, and powerless and all that sort of stuff. And it has been remarked to me fairly often that y'all are the worst knights ever. Yeah, that's that's completely accurate. accurate. Technically, only one of us could actually be a knight. No, all of you are knights. You are all part of the organization, the Knights of Addo. Some of you are just better at it than others. <laughs> A.K.A. Drawman is really good, and Thomas and Freddie have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, we are the worst. I think it would be interesting to know exactly how everyone got into being the Knights of Addo. I mean, we discussed this back in episode one a little bit for you, Freddie. But, Colin, how did Thomas get into the Knights of Addo? I feel like there's a story there. Oh, I remember what it was, yeah. Sorry, I had to think about it again. So what it was is, like, Thomas is, was part of like, one of the leading gangs in Addo. He was an enforcer for him, but then he started selling information about that gang to a different one that was their uh, direct rival. So, and then he got found out. So both of them were trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. So it was like triple cross across the board. So he went to the Knights of Addo and asked to be sent like as far away as he could from the city. That's a very Thomas thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and fast forward to Caton, which is about as far away as you can get while still being in the civilized world. So that's cool. Freddie, how did you end up in the Knights? I know you have a pretty checkered past, which uh, actually gets talked more about in season two. We will investigate. Yeah, I don't want to. Freddie and the Tabby Toga and all those sorts of things in just a few episodes, actually. Yeah, I don't want to speak too much into that because I don't want to spoil anything for. But how did you get into two. the Knights uh, after, after Freddie's blue period? <laughs> Yeah, you could call it that. <clears throat> I don't remember if I reference it uh, in that episode. But after the, the time that everyone will hear about, Freddy was just kind of lost. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of traveling around to towns, just trying to pick up work as a, a temp, I would say. A temp sorcerer? <laughs> hey, you need anything... <laughs> Uh, brutally very, lit on fire from a distance. Very little of 
everything that I did had anything to do with magic. It was just like, hey, I need help like feeding the pigs. I'll be like, got it. All right. So data entry type stuff. Yeah. Okay. Got and it. They're <laughs> bacon now. I fed them I also to fed each them. other. <laughs> <laughs> I did feed them, but then my wild magic uh, happened, and now everything have... is toadstools. <laughs> now, you heard me say everything is toadstools, and what I'm afraid you think is that the pigs are now replaced <laughs> by two toadstools. No. Everything. The pigs, toadstools. Your house, toadstools. Your farm implements, toadstools. Your barn, toadstools. All your horses, toadstools. You, toadstools. <laughs> your children, toadstools. Uh, I don't know why I'm here talking to you. You're a toadstool. Bye. I'm a toadstool. We're all toadstools. <laughs> toadstools all the way down. Um, it was a very dark time in Freddy's, uh, Freddy's life. That's good for toadstools. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, as he went across these towns and did jobs here and there, um, he found one of the the larger towns up north, and um, there was a little party of the Knights of Addo, and they had a recruiter just looking for talent, and Freddy had nothing else going on. And he'd heard of the Knights of Addo, but not really, like, knew anything about them. Mm -hmm. He just, like, started talking with the guys, and then... They were like, oh, yeah, like, what can you do? And he started showing off some of his magic and all that stuff. And then sooner or later, he got kind of not really formally trained as a Knight of Addo. Mm -hmm. But uh, they they brought him on and then stationed him. And Caton was Freddy's first post. All right. So pretty chill for his first post. Do you all miss Caton? I miss Caton. Things were simpler back then. All I had to do was throw like a single skeleton at you. Yeah, and magic work. My you magic. You still works. haven't gotten over that yet. I'm telling you, I have a character that doesn't suck. <laughs> mm -hmm. You sure you do? You take all of the damage, so isn't that good yeah, for something? You the tank. You're doing your job very well. And my magic's just even better in this new world. So uh, you gotta rub it in. <laughs> Why are you like this, man? Look, just this pretend. is literally every yeah. episode. It's like you are now just. A pow you're just now a fighter with some little special abilities. Yeah, basically, I'm a meat stick and a warhammer. You're a worse. You're a worse fighter. I'm a worse. <laughs> you're just... more. Yeah, you're more bland than a fighter now. So that's Drummond. He soaks up the damage. That's Freddy. He doesn't get hit. <laughs> this is Thomas. He pokes stuff sneakily. That's pretty much our whole dynamic. Yeah, that's up. it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And then we just burn our way across this continent. This. <laughs> or whatever uh, it is. Yeah. So um, This was a nice place. It was, once upon a time. Once Nothing bad time. happened here until Never. we showed up. We're like the Fire Nation from Avatar. Yikes. <laughs> 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 the three-person Fire Nation. I think that we are nothing like the Fire Nation, no, and we are the... Actual team no, with no, the no, avatar that end think up about to this. just live through. No everything. one else had as many problems until we showed up. They all were living peacefully, no, relatively they, peacefully. They all had problems. We just made the problems work. No, we just brought the problems to the surface. Debatable. Here's, <laughs> here's something. In Kate, skeleton shows up, demands tribute. You all decide, let's gank the skeleton. Walk me through that decision-making process. <laughs> Is pretty much, I bet you won't attack the skeleton. Bet. You won't. <laughs> Boom. Done. Yeah, that's that's it. 
That's kind of exactly There's what happened. There's nothing deeper than that. No, that's that's literally what happened. Like we almost Thomas was in work. in his his room packing up. No, I was in the pub. No, you Oh yeah, no. You no. would went home to start packing your stuff and like the undead are coming, got to get out of town. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to run. <laughs> um, you were like, "Oh, Sean has an adventure for us. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> Goes, not doing that. <laughs> Time to make Freddy, my own adventure. <laughs> Freddy goes to talk to Draman, and he's like, yo, what just happened? And Draman's like, hey, there's some skeletons. We should go attack them. And Freddy's like, sure. And just. So how do your characters all feel now about what transpired in and around Caton in the King's Barrow? All of that stuff. Any regrets? No regrets. I regret no regrets. I regret jumping in the well. Yeah. 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 What? What does Draman wish he had done instead? Turn undead. (laughs) (laughs) That's my whole thing, and I we jumped in a well. Well, why didn't you do that? Good question, (laughs) Brent. That's a good question. Why didn't we close the door? Why didn't we turn on dead? Yeah, I why feel did... like we should have definitely closed the door and then just you killed know, everything. Why did I say I was going to help you know, him I kill the king? I wanted you to so badly to just close the door. You know, but well, you, but Draman and Freddy were like, no, we're going to keep hitting the sarcophagus. No. And I couldn't say, <laughs> dudes, just stop. <laughs> it's obviously not working. But we did get a new world out of it that we weren't supposed to go to for a very, very long time. Or ever in this campaign. <laughs> or ever. For all of the audience at home, let me take this moment to, to put at rest. Everything from the well onwards has been me just coming up with stuff. There was a whole game. A whole different game plan. There is a whole different game if we ever make it back. No, even that's changed. <laughs> Time times have moved on oh, since you were there. in a different dimension now. It's just there will no, So if it seems a little chaotic at times, like hey, what's going on? And maybe why? That'd be cool to know. It's because I have no idea what I'm doing, and I won't until about halfway through season two. This just... is what we based the podcast off, though, right? <laughs> you know, us all just kind of. Doing the opposite of what you want us to do. I do want to let it be known that they let a lot of the major decisions be run by the character with eight intelligence. They did. They let almost (laughs) every major decision. It's like, hey, you should go talk to the guy. Yes, I should. Hey, you should go. (laughs) Yes, yes. But we have learned from them. Yes. We haven't learned shit in this well, campaign. we've learned not to let him talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just the only lesson. All right. We've taken away from... All right. All we're getting into a town. Go ahead and muzzle Thomas. <laughs> can't let him, can't I remember let him say a single word. Literally, Thomas is like, hey, I'm going to go to... I'm like, nope. No. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll get... No. Shut no. Yeah. Thomas, you're they, sitting right yeah. here. They're just like... You stay as far away from any human er- interaction that you possibly Or non-human. Can. Yeah, or non-human. Like, we're getting to the point where it's, like, don't even interact with the ants, because we're going to wake up one day, and there's going to be sentient ant armies coming after us. <laughs> They're just like, what did you do to them, Thomas? They're Listen, like, so there was a sword. <laughs> 
That's, that's how it always starts. There was a magic weapon. There was something they, shiny. They, I was pretty sure they had a magic ant item in there. So It turned out so. that when you squish them, they don't make magic items. I may have killed their god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so long story short, uh, I'm, I'm figuring it out, guys. Figuring it out. Why, why the intense animosity to monarchs? You guys seem very anti-monarchal. Probably just like that's the in that's in our blood as Americans. Okay, and that's prob- one explanation. Probably played yeah. into it a little. Well, it wasn't just that he was a king; it's that he's he was presumably an undead king. Okay, who was uh, actually that- probably pretty nice. I mean, I mean, he was pretty chill. Honestly, if you think about this, you can't be that bad of a king if you've been doing it for like twelve hundred years. Yeah, for twelve hundred years, if you've been doing it for literally centuries. In yeah, hindsight, we probably shouldn't have uh, tried to kill him. I yeah. was curious about that. Like I, when I made it, when I made the barrow, I knew it was a distinct possibility. More than a, like fifty-fifty. Really. That's being generous. Um, <laughs> it was that, about a ninety-ten. Fifty-fifty that we wouldn't immediately gank the first thing that we <laughs> have the opportunity. Literally, to do. the this is before we learned first, Thomas's true character. Yeah, this is the first thought that came to my mind. I want to kill the king, and then it was like. <laughs> Right after that, like three thoughts later, it's like maybe I shouldn't. But then, I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna go kill him. Bury it, bury that thought. <laughs> and then you even got Draman on your side by I know, admitting I that you weren't a monk. It was so quick. That too. was unfortunate. I should not <laughs> have made that deal. I should not have made that deal because if I hadn't, you prob- would have been in a very different place. Literally, magic. <laughs> literally a different and place. probably your armor. Oh my god. So I think it was episode six when Draman loses his armor. How did you all feel about that when it occurred, when it happened? Indifferent. Cool. <laughs> uh, how did you as a person feel? A little bit Indifferent. bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is somewhat worrisome that Thomas's emotions are just so slightly removed from Collins. <laughs> That's I would have hoped the, for more. The reason he made Thomas is because he's Colin. Uh, Freddy. Or, uh, sorry, uh, Brent. <laughs> oh, you're Freddy now in real life. I was a little taken off guard with the whole armor thing. Because I know, like, from the beginning that we talked about Draman in his armor, but I really had no idea it meant that much to Draman until he just fell apart. Yeah, how else did he survive the mole rat bear? Maybe armor. the fact that it was not real. Listen, the mole rat bear <laughs> happened. The mole rat bear is not real. <laughs> <laughs> not real. It, uh, Don, when I first started hinting that they were interested in taking our armor how fast did your heart start beating really i was <laughs> so not about that i was emotionally invested in drama at that point and uh that was really a that that interaction and that uh emotional turmoil that he went through really helped uh i think develop him and develop my attachment to him as a as a character uh, i think it really uh was the well and has been the defining characteristic that's really motivated a lot of what he's done since then and mm-hmm. has fleshed him out as, as a character. Yeah, I got to say that sort of l- listening back to that for the first time when I started editing that episode, that was actually difficult to listen to. Uh, being able to hear in your voice how much you wanted that to not happen. And then it <laughs> yeah, happened. It, oh boy, it happened. Yeah. I think um, Draman's probably gone through the most 
character development character development from just like all the different emotions that he's he's gone through he's How? gone through all seven stages of grief like twice <laughs> <laughs> so all right so yeah Thinking about how we were when we started and how we are now that we've defeated the wolf and we've crossed the river into the much less imposing forest on the other side, how do we feel are the most significant ways in which our characters have changed? Well, I for one think Thomas hasn't been attacking everything on site now. He at least thinks, should I, before doing it. That's a that's a remarkable change. I for do Thomas. feel like I've noticed that. You've been you've certainly Did that, that happen at the end of season one though? Yeah. Yeah. There was a time when he saw a wolf and did not immediately try to murder it. I tried okay. to feed a jerky first. I couldn't remember if it was like a little farther on. Yeah, so the, now the he's replaced it. There are two options when he meets or encounters something. <laughs> One, murder it. Two, tame it. <laughs> Can it be domesticated? No, because it's a dwarf. <laughs> Doesn't mean I won't try. <laughs> Brent. How has Freddy changed over the course of the season? I think that he, I think that he's just growing. I think that he is learning more about the, the people that he's with. So like and he started the adventure five six and now he's like five eight. Yeah, okay. and for a, for a hot second in there, he was, he was like, thirty two. So, yeah, uh, so you're I saying he's say, growing. I think he's growing as like a, not as the leader of the team, but as a like motivator okay and working as a team and learning his, his you teammates. mean the person that wrangles us yes <laughs> i think he's because just the drama and thomas always want to do the complete opposite i want to yeah. hug that tree i want to murder it <laughs> <laughs> and yes. this is yeah. and this is wednesday's adventure <laughs> I want to eat this fish. I want to murder it. <laughs> Aren't those the same things? Not the way we do it. <laughs> no, the, it's like, I want to eat this the fish. The only thing that you guys have ever it. done together was murder, murder the king. <laughs> when it comes, no, we I just bonded fit, so much. Yeah, is when it comes to killing stuff, we got that down to teamwork is a science. You're calling what we did at the Barrow I, a science? I, yes. I don't, I don't think at the end of season one we've gotten to the science part yet. No, maybe but, by but season But just wait. When you see the teamwork we got when we're trying to kill something, it is a group effort. <laughs> yeah, when it gets to any kind of decision making, we are all split on whatever to do. I also feel like I'd only played D&D a couple times before this, so like myself as a player is growing as well, so I feel like Freddy is growing out of that. Okay. Cool. Don, how has Draman changed from the beginning of the season to the end? A lot. Um, yeah, Draman has gone through a lot of a lot of development. Um, especially when uh, he had the interaction with um with the with the fish. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a that was a big defining moment for him too after losing his armor and going through all that turmoil and being a stubborn little jerk and having to get, you know, like coaxed along into actually having the adventure again. And, uh, with a fish, I think, um, before going through all that development, uh, it would have been a much different interaction. He's, uh, become more determined, uh, and I think realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, before he was very, um, I think he was an idealist, 
uh, and he had uh, some some uh, very specific things that he was very passionate about and in a certain way that he saw the world uh, and wanted to form the world to <laughs> his his um into what he wanted and he's become much more of a realist and this exposure to this different world and uh, the fact that he's uh, had a basically you know like a struggle of faith uh really has made him grow as a person and he's more realistic now cool do you guys get any questions uh, that you want to bring up now, maybe? Yeah, um, I've got a specific question for you. Okay. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about uh, the mountains that we've seen so far in, uh, in, in, in the journey? Are they, uh, are they fold mountains? Are they fault block mountains? Are they plateau mountains? Are they something else? Uh, so these mountains specifically, they are... Let's see, probably going to be comprised of a series of fold and thrust systems that resulted from uh, a long period of sort of accretionary tectonics. When the older parts of this continent uh, were sort of just got slammed into by a series of island chains, which crumpled themselves into a very tall mountain chain comprised largely of limestone, shale, sandstone, uh, those bottom-of-the-ocean sedimentary rocks, uh, and, and formed these. They are based on, to a very heavy extent, the northern Rockies, the kinds that you find in Wyoming, Montana, and Alberta and British Columbia. So if anyone in the audience or any of you three want to sort of get a picture of what this all looks like, Google... Banff National Park in Canada, or Jasper National Park, or Glacier National Park. Those are all great examples of these types of terrains that you are moving through. I think my brain just exploded. Why? I just forgot half of what you said. <laughs> you just learned some You geology. have a memory problem. <laughs> no, it's just like... <clears throat> do you remember saying you had a memory problem? Yes, I do. The thing is, though, it's like... He gets up too early. choose not to remember. <laughs> Thanks. Makes me feel great. Why did your brain explode, Brent? You chose not to remember. That was so many words I've never heard of before. Like the, the, and. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but Plateau Mountain Plain, he yeah, heard before. I got <laughs> that. about that, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know you all have you, questions, Sean. yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> as the DM, what matters more to you? Rules and integrity of the game or like the the story arc of what's happening i'm offended that you would even ask <laughs> everyone who knows anything about dungeon dragons who's listened to this podcast should be well aware of the fact that we take the rule book and throw it pretty much right out the window in favor of good storytelling and whatever sticks anywhere that's what we use. We'll use from that. Yeah. Um, we'll probably forget that we used it and use a new system every time. Yeah, it's kind of like when, when Freddy casts Firebolt. It's a little bit different every time. Um, the way I see it is that the rules are just guidelines for sort of collaborative storytelling. And as long as you all are provided with a challenge every time you come to an obstacle, uh, a monster or something to overcome, then you know, we're all going to have a good time. So it's much less nitpicky details and a lot more 
but why are you doing this? Which makes it especially frustrating when the why is like, because he's alive and has a throat that can be slit. So, well, I pers- <laughs> I personally like it because it lets me use uh, creativity, right, in what I'm doing. Yeah, I do think we've been able to create some very nice, uh, like when I can go full MMA with a wolf. Yeah, we we've created some nice dynamic right. combat uh, and action sequences, and. Not all of them follow the rules, I can tell you that. Well, I feel like also, if it makes sense to our Mm storyline, like, you're a little more lenient on what the rule book says. I have another question. Okay. So, um, we got a question. What are the best ways for listeners to participate in the podcast and the story? Um, so as I say at the end of every episode, reaching out to us and reaching out to the rest of your social network online is, is a very good way to participate in the, the show, really growing the show, which is what we're trying to do these days. Um, and it is greatly appreciated whenever you like, follow, share, comment on any of our posts. And we really love it when you do. Most of all, uh, though, at least personally, what I like best and would like to see more is when we get either questions like these from the audience who want to know more, who want to participate more, or even posts in their own right. Uh, people saying how they feel about the show and how it's progressing so far. Let us know what you think. We are always excited to hear from our fans. Anyone want to add anything to that? No, uh, just interacting with you know any channel of social media is uh, is definitely the best way to to become a part and get get mentioned and you know who knows uh, uh, what could happen if we get enough responses or uh, you know enough interaction on any of the channels. Um, oh, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah, speaking of getting mentioned, I actually had uh, I recently was talking to one of our fans who expressed their displeasure with the fact that we're no longer doing call-outs for podcast reviews. So We should just make that a staple and do it for every single episode. The better comments that we have, the more we want to read them. Please. Oh, yeah, we get a kick out of all of your comments. Yeah, please like, give us interesting fantastic. comments. We, we honestly read every single one and send them around to each other. It's and awesome. <laughs> they, I would... They make our day anytime we get one. I would love to read your comments on the podcast. We can we can make that a part. We can have uh, Colin just come in and read comments. <laughs> yeah. Just just making our own little stronghold echo chamber on the internet. Friggin' Dill. That's what it was. All right. So Friggin' <clears throat> Dill. This one goes out from me, Sean, directly to you. I so appreciate your review on Apple Podcast. It was really great. Let me read it for everyone. So this is from March the 29th, 2020, Brigandale. I've listened to a few D&D podcasts, but this is the first with such outstanding quality. The audio is fantastic and is easy to get invested in the story because you can tell the guys are enjoying themselves. The DM does a great job describing the world and scenes in a way that makes it easy to picture what's happening. Really looking forward to hearing more. Well, friggin' Dill, I'm so glad that you appreciated us. And from the very beginning, I think our first episode was, what, the 25th? Like two weeks out of that. So he had heard one, maybe two episodes at that point. But 
We appreciate you. I hope you've enjoyed the rest of season one, and I hope you continue to enjoy seasons two and so on. So that Forever. one is for you, Friggin' Dill. No one forget that name. He's he's officially on the list now. It's gonna so. be hard to after you cemented it in our heads. <laughs> friggin' Dill. So kind of times. a big friggin' deal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And with that. Everyone, I hope you're excited for season two because it's going to be a blast. We loved making it. We had, it was I really had more fun. fun in season two than I had in season one. And season one was, you know, a and riot season anyway. Two, we recorded it all in two weekends. It was four days. It was four recording sessions. Yeah. It was the best sessions that I've ever had. Yeah. They were real good. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I hope you stick around and check us out. And the first episode is being released in one week. So, edge of your seats. All right, everyone. Bye.